What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. Your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. We got a lot to get to. We're going to recap NBA All-Star Weekend. We're going to talk about D-Wade's supposed feature on a new Rick Ross song. We got some NBA predictions for the rest of the season. We're going to talk about the Astros because people just can't seem to stop talking about it. We're going to talk about Stanton's comments. We're going to get into Miles Garrett's accusations against Mason Rudolph for why he hit him with his helmet. we got a lot to get to. Let's jump right in. NBA All-Star Weekend. Pretty entertaining. The dunk contest, in my mind, revived. Good three-point contest. NBA All-Star game came right down to the wire. I don't think we could have asked for much better. Yeah, I mean, all things considered, that's uh, that's the best All-Star game or All-Star Weekend in the last 20 years. I mean, yeah, it, it, it had everything. It's good. Yeah, everything the skills good. competition. I mean, the skills competition. Everyone, like my boy Bam, won. I didn't even I didn't even know he could. He's not a three point shooter. He's he's raining threes. All the big Sabonis winning. I mean, uh, they, Sabonis, Sabonis they need to like, change that around. It, it clearly, like if a, if forwards and and centers are winning the skills competition every year, clearly it's not a skills competition. Well, here's the thing. I, the pass is cool. The three is fine. Why are we doing a layup? A four-year-old can make a layup. Yeah. The layup makes no sense to me. You're running, you're jogging and, and, and doing a layup, and that's one-third of it. There's basically, I mean, going in and out of traffic, that's really not nothing either. So there's a three-pointer, a pass. Give us, like, an extra pass. It should just like, be more of everything. It should be, like, three to five of everything. It should be more. I mean, because if you if you do everything on the first run and actually try, you can do that course in under twenty seconds. Maybe yeah, maybe twenty five. Yeah, it, it should be longer. It should be like take you a minute. It should be like the NFL one Pro Bowl where it's like you know where you're like running, you're running through things, and you're catching balls, and you're doing a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, like it should be. Yeah, it should be like a whole or like even if you just need to do one at a time. I don't know, like just. First of all, yeah, there should be a, a there should be a bounce pass, there should be a chest pass, there should be an over the head pass. Like there there should be multiple types of passes. You should have to dribble through more than something a six year old could dribble through. And yeah. maybe there's a you know a sex where you have to dribble with both hands for ten seconds or something like stuff yeah. like that. Like and then you should have to make three three pointers. You should have to make a jump shot from each elbow. Like there should be more than, way more than what there is. I'm not saying necessarily it be like, a three pointer and an elbow shot at least. Yeah, I, I'm not saying like necessarily what's there doesn't take skill, but clearly the most skilled players in those categories are not winning. So, it, it, like, no one's gonna sit here and say Bam Adebayo is the most skilled player in that competition. He's you could argue he's the least skilled. Well, I disagree with that. I think Bam Adebayo is very skilled. I think. I don't, I, think, I don't think, I think he's the most skilled player in there. What? I'm not saying he's not the best passer. He's not the best shooter. He's not the he's best dribbler. Of, he's he's the best not any. He's not the best. The okay, the, the best difference. passing big man. That, that half the league at best. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's not a skills competition. It's a okay. Know. These he's, guys are above average for big man. There's 200 players think, that are more skilled than every one of those passing all year. I I think he's I think he's a better passer than Tatum. I think he's better passer than a lot of. A lot of the guards in there, to be honest. But uh, three-point shooting, that is not his strength. Um, I don't think he's the least. I, I don't know. I think he's a lot more skilled than a lot of those people. I just thought that the three-point shot wasn't in his repertoire. But but the th- the skills challenge should be something like a Lou Williams or Steph Curry dominates. Or exactly. It, it should. Yeah. Like it. It should be more like you said, dribbling with two hands. It should actually take intensive skill. Not the average player should be able to do it. Yeah, exactly, and uh, to me, a lot of the half the centers that do it are average players in terms of skills. Like what that 
the the what the meaning of that competition is supposed to be. I'm not sitting here saying an NBA player isn't skilled. I'm saying compared to fucking, there isn't anything in that game that competition that by him out of bio does better than Trey Young or Lou Williams or Patrick Beverly, even though he no. beat him. It's just not true, you know. Like I don't know what to say. I mean, it. I love that like there's big guys competing in it and winning in it to an extent, but like. Let it be what it is. They they're not. Just, they're not putting they three do, point shooters in the dunk contest. They're putting dunkers in the dunk contest. Yeah, they should do. They should do the two. The two hand dribble around the cones because that's not easy. Yeah. Then they should do instead of running down and taking a layup, do a run run down and make a make a fifteen footer at the elbow, then come down and then make a three pointer. Even though that's not a huge adjustment, that's a minor adjustment that would be much more exciting. Yeah, and true. If you want to if you want to keep it not over a minute, like you want to keep it keep it fluid. Yeah, and true to what this skills challenge is supposed to be. It's, you know, it's, it, it, to me, it's, it needs a lot of work. It's the only thing that needs a lot of work at the All-Star game. If we can, if we're going to replicate what we got this weekend, I still think the skills challenge has a long way to go in terms to, to be perfect. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest, that was the biggest lacking, but, but the, uh, the three-point contest, it was, was great, came down to the last shot, um, Uja, Uja, it was Booker was in the lead, and then who who won it again? Oh, healed your pick, right? Healed. Yeah, yeah. Healed. that was my pick. Yeah, he got hot, and he uh, he won on the last the last shot over over Booker. My boy Duncan off. Robinson was embarrassing. Duncan is Duncan should be ashamed. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. He to didn't Duncan. make any shots. That's what happened. Yeah, I mean he's. I mean he still got nineteen, but nineteen isn't. To be fair, it was like a decent number, and then the last three out of the last four guys were like, "Yeah, well, the thing good is, one." There was, it's a little bit worse. It's not as you can't compare it to the last competitions because you get an extra six points from these three these deep three pointers. Yeah, these shots that are worth three. That's true, and you get an extra ten seconds on the clock, which does that's way more than you need to get off those two extra three pointers. Uh, yeah, so I figure. Um, the scores on average should be like I feel like most players should make one of those two deep shots. So I feel like nineteen is more of like a sixteen traditionally. So it was an okay score. It was nothing special, but I mean Duncan Robinson's forty four percent from three, and he he's made three or more three pointers in I think twenty straight games. He's like in company with three players in NBA history right now. So he's <laughs> better than that. He needs to be better. What about the? Uh... The dunk contest. What'd you think? So your boy came through, but some people say controversially. Oh, I mean, I thought Derek Jones Jr. was a lock, and he won, but he shouldn't have won. I mean, it's that it's dunk, it's clear yeah. based on the dunks at the end. Aaron Gordon won. That the one ended off the side of the backboard where that was he the best dunk it, I've ever seen. That literally, how is that even humanly possible? Like, how does someone do that? That was yeah, the best dunk I've ever seen. I think, although. Kenny Smith kept bringing up eight and a half and nine and a half. He kept, he kept. They weren't scores. He was saying that's eight and a half and nine and a half, and he sounded like an idiot. He'd say, he'd say, he'd say, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. He said that 35 times. But, but that it, that used to be a score up until like eight or ten years no, ago. No, I know, and and he's right. He was just, he, he was just, he was just saying things that weren't applicable. But I agree with his reasoning because a lot of them were should have been eight and a half or nine and more nine and a halfs in there, because. Uh, the the 50s, the problem is the 50s have such a large range. Aaron Gordon did a dunk that DJJ did. He copied it, and Derek Jones Jr. got a 50, and they're like, all right, he'll get a 50. I do but, agree that there also should be, you could only be a judge if you've participated in the dunk contest. Like, sorry. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, Candace Parker, you're no, in no place to judge, and neither is fucking Black Panther or whatever. Whatever his name is. Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Be he didn't even look like he wanted to be there. He was like, no. yeah, someone fucking, I, my agent signed were, me up for this shit Chicago and I don't even want to do it. Yeah. Uh, they make it too much about Chicago. They're like, oh, Chicago, Common, Dwayne Wade. Fuck that. I don't give a I shit. I mean, Common, outside of the two NBA players, Common was the best dunker on that stage. Uh, no, I, I, yeah. So, but yeah. the only the only exception to the rule I think should be Shaq. If Shaq wants to do anything in life, I think Shaq should be entitled. Whether it's run for president, judge the the dunk contest, Shaq should be allowed to. Yeah, he's like the 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 rock of the NBA. 
Yeah, he's the rock yeah. of the NBA. He can do anything he wants. If he wants to sleep with your wife, he can sleep with your wife. Whatever he wants to do. It, it shouldn't shouldn't yeah. be a question. No, I agree. But like, yeah, we can't have we can't enough with Actually, this maybe not celebrity wife, bullshit. Like it got really bad. Yeah, well, I mean, mm-hmm. let's just uh, ruins uh, it for everyone else. Let's not act like he probably hasn't already slept with a bunch of people's wives. <laughs> it, it would ruin things for you later. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while since I've had an excuse to pull out the Shaq impression. I was gonna do it when we were talking about Kobe, but I figured that wouldn't have, that would have been <laughs> a little too early. A little too early. Also, yeah. one thing about the the Aaron Gordon dunk, like the insane one off the backboard or off the side of the backboard, people aren't giving Markel Fultz enough credit because he didn't hit it off. Fast. He didn't hit it off the side of the backboard. He hit it off the corner of the side of the backboard, and it came back to Aaron Gordon at a forty-five degree angle. Was go back, yes. Go back and watch that replay. He hits the corner of the side, so it bounces towards the like free throw line at a forty-five degree angle. It doesn't come right back straight towards Markel Fultz. People don't give Markel Fultz enough credit for how perfect that pass was. He had to time it in two ways and hit the right angle. That's impressive. Even from three feet away, I bet you if the normal person had ten times to do that, the the high average is two or three success rate out of ten. Yeah, that was like that was perfect. And that he did it perfectly twice. Gordon, he did it perfectly on the first time too. Gordon just missed the dunk. Yeah, that but was... I thought no one. I haven't heard a single person talk about that, and it to me it was just as impressive. Like he, it was just as maybe not just as impressive, but it was just as crucial to the dunk. Without that, it does, the dunk doesn't happen. To be honest, I, I mean, I thought Pat Connaughton had a great dunk. Um, which he, yeah, he just think. got caught in the wildfire. I mean, it, yeah, he would normally be in the five. I thought Dwight Howard's one dunk was great. I it, thought the his the first one was one, underrated. His first one was underrated for sure. Yeah, they didn't get enough hype. It just looked so effortless, and he was smiling like he's uh, Dwight's always smiling. I uh, like, I don't know. It was really like he stopped midair and then continued to spin. Thought it was very difficult. Thought it should have been fifty by the standards of what what other fifties were. His one Superman one, I know, is a tribute to Kobe. You know, no offense to Kobe, whatever, God bless, whatever. That was trash. That was one of the worst dunks I've ever seen in a dunk contest, and it got a 50. He yeah. literally caught the ball and dunked it, and they were like 50 because of Kobe. Like, come on now. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I, I get it. We all miss Kobe. We love Kobe. But just because someone does something for Kobe, uh, it shouldn't get a 50. Yeah, I mean, that could have been a whole Kobe would have given that a 32. Kobe yeah. would have given it a 32. You said you're trash. Yeah, I don't like. He's like Kobe agreed to this. I was like, I, you must have not shown Kobe the dunk beforehand because I don't know if he would have agreed to be a part of something like that. Yeah, he Kobe literally caught really? the ball with one hand from ten feet away and dunked it. Yeah, Odell Beckham can literally do that. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I, I didn't. Mean, yeah, I, I, well, a lot lesser skill than Nobel <laughs> Odell Beckham could do that. Robbie Anderson on the on the on the on the Jets could probably do that. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't that impressive. Um, and then we had the all-star game itself pretty down, down to the wire. Anthony Davis hitting two free throws at the end to seal it up. One free got, throw. Well, oh, one free throw. One yeah. free throw. Right. In, inject right. that entire well, game into my veins. Wait, yeah. I'm confused as to what the last quarter was. I thought it was a race to 24 points. It's, tw- it a race it's, a, to 20. it's a race to the winning team score plus 24. So, like... The higher scoring... Yeah, the higher scoring after the first three quarters plus 24. So, like, I don't remember what it was, but let's say... It was one, it, let's say it they was had one, 130. And, it, yeah, it was obviously it was 134 plus the 24 to get to 157. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. That makes more sense. I was confused with the quarters. I forgot the court. I didn't know the quarters were resetting. I was like, I- I'm like, am I okay? Like, I-, I thought I was like getting vertigo or something. I'm like, why do I see zeros at the end of quarters? I've never seen this before. Yeah. So like, uh, Lebr- uh, team LeBron needed like 36 points to win, and and Giannis needed 20, yeah, like 24. Yeah. 33, 33 for LeBron, 24 for Giannis. So it was that makes it more difficult for the underdog because you're playing to a score. And that's why the defense was so incredible. It's not like you can just outscore them fifty to forty-one. You thirty-three to twenty-four in an all-star game environment against the best. That's tough. 
Um, and yeah, Giannis put up a, a better fight than me and Tom, I guess, thought. But Team LeBron came out victorious. The team was too stacked at the end. I don't know why Jimmy Butler wasn't playing at the end for Team What's Giannis. Think that, Mike? You can't yeah. go back. A lot of people are blaming Nick Nurse for his his rotations at the end of the at the end of the game. I'm pretty wow. sure both starting lineups played the entire fourth quarter. I think so. The thing is, Lowry was in for a lot of the fourth quarter, but I can't. I mean, Lowry made so many key plays defensively. Like he was taking charges. He took, I think, probably he tried probably four charges in the fourth. I think two got called. Three probably should have gotten called. Lowry is just a pit bull. Dude, so Raymond Felton was trending today because someone called. Uh, I forget who it was. It was it was like some someone famous. It's blanking my like Comet or something. Someone called uh, Kyle Lowry Raymond Felton with Drake's phone number. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Chris Paul had a pretty good game off the bench. Played great. Twenty-three. Yeah. Westbrook just going out there, just missing dunks, just looking like a fool. Westbrook going and Harden were both trash, but it was clear Westbrook was even more trash. He was like, yeah, just missing dunks and you know just chucking up threes as usual. When Harden misses threes, it's fine because Harden makes him at a thirty-seven percent clip. Like that's respectable. Russell Westbrook shooting 23% on the year from three or 22%. When, whenever he shoots a three-pointer, uh, he should get shot in the back. He should get shot in the back three times with a paintball gun by his coach. Three times. Boom, boom, boom. For every time you miss. For every point he misses. That's three. That's three. Let, let's keep taking him, Russ, okay? That's yeah. probably 6,000 shots to the back. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to lift his arms past that. Exactly. That's the, so that's then he'll the goal. be able to drive and layups. That's what he should be doing. Drive and layup. That's what he should be doing. Lay, layups, dunk, the occasional mid-range. That's it. I will say, uh, Perk, they talking about the back to the, the game ending on a free throw. A lot of people weren't like necessarily thrilled about that, including me. Um, and we were saying like it would be great if, you know, obviously uh, the game ended on a shot and it should be uh, – they should, shouldn't have like shooting fouls at the end of games. Um, but Perk's solution I thought was great that, because obviously if you have shoot, no, no shooting fouls, everyone's just going to hack everybody until, you know, they're going to have to hit some crazy shot while getting fouled to win. But every foul, when you get like within three points or less of, of the win, every foul is on the ground. But if you commit a foul, it's minus one point. So like, sure, you can, you can foul the guy, and prevent the layup and hack him to death, but that's minus one point for you. So, so if you're three points away, you do that three times in a row. You're down six now, and you're really, they, you're you're probably up seven points to win the game, seven or eight. So you're, or you might even be down more. So yeah, well they're saying when any like when the leading team gets within three, like when it's a one possession yeah, I know, game. But I'm saying you might not be as close as Team Giannis was. Oh, yeah, correct. Yeah. So it would be more of an uphill battle. That's the thing. I can't fault them at all because there's no way they were thinking that was going to be a two-point game. Yeah. There's no way you can anticipate. I know the spread was, what, five and a half, which means it was going to be close, but you wouldn't think it would be a two-point game to that degree. Yeah, absolutely. And you Rob, see the, you know, the, final, had... the final score added up to 24. Yeah, that was crazy. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. One five. One five five one five seven. 12 plus 13 plus no, 8 plus 1, 11 plus 13. Plus, yeah. It's crazy. Um, I'm doing the math in his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I was trying to figure it out, but no, that makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah, that's really crazy. There's there's some reaches at people online where it's like it's like a picture of Chris Middleton, and it's like, damn, wearing 24. This looks just like Kobe. And it's like, motherfucker, that does not look like Kobe Bryant. They're both the same color skin tone. And they're wearing 24. I'm like, that does not look like Kobe. Like, some of these people on the internet are literally, like, making anything into a Kobe. Like, like wow, damn, that's crazy. Like, the 24 thing is crazy. But did you see that thing with, with, with Middleton? Yeah, the, like, looking like Kobe thing. Everyone's yeah, like, being sure, shared like, everywhere. Somewhat, like, it's like, yeah, was, from, mean, from up in a fucking tree. See, like, yeah, it's a bald black guy wearing goatee. number 24 with... Well, the ones I've seen are from behind. And it's like it's movie. literally a, a picture. It's on a picture on the baseline, and the dude's standing at, like by, like on the free throw line, the other free throw line. So it, first of all, you're 90 feet away, and then 
It's a it's a black guy wearing twenty four who's also bald and has a similar weight height to Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah, real glance. What do you like, think it's gonna play? Yeah, real glance. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like most players in that are six six to six eight, similar build and you know, you know, similar skin tone in in some regard. If I'm sure know. if you saw me and then gave a guy that was my same height, same hair color, same weight. And put a, the same clothes on him and put me 160 yards away. I'm pretty sure you'd be like, oh, yeah, that could be Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, Dave, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good guess. It, it might not be, but, you know, you look real quick. It, yeah, that could be him. It's the same thing. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, I get yeah. it. I get it. They, everyone's everyone's looking for a Kobe thing. And, you know, some of them are, are great and some of them are. Like the 24-1 in this case is great. Yeah. Because it's a true hap- like it's a true like happenstance. You, it's not. Yeah, some... you can't plan it. You can't plan it. It's you know the yeah. twenty four point. It, it just the thing is that it's the twenty four points more than the higher team, and then it ends up totaling to twenty four. That's the scary part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, but you know, uh, you you kind of take the good with the bad with those for now, and you know, just roll your eyes at the bad ones, but you appreciate the good ones. Um. But yeah. they'll come back, and you know, right as this Kobe thing is gonna start to kind of die down it's going to come right back up because we got his memorial service on the 24th um so we'll go through the whole thing it'll be another you know in about a week it'll be back to or five days it'll be back to another week worth of news cycle of kobe shit there'll be a whole new set of you know interviews and takes and stories and photos and videos and you know it'll be it'll be it'll bring a lot of stuff back up for a lot of people um you know and they're going to the staples center is going to be I would assume there's going to be 50,000 people there if you include inside and out. Um, so we'll see, but we are far from here in the end of, of Kobe stuff over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But another thing we're going to be hearing a lot about now is I love these transitions. You always set me up for good transitions, but we're going to be hearing about a uh, second half NBA. Well, a little bit more than the second half, second part after the all-star break of the NBA season. We're much more than halfway over. But we're going to talk a little predictions here, guys. We're going to give our MVP picks, and we're going to give our picks for conference champions so a finals matchup at this date here. Ooh, I'll, I like them. We'll do finals matchups first, give you a little bit time to think about MVP because I think we all probably have some ideas for finals matchups. I got my answer. I know where all everyone's three. going. I know where everyone's going. Are we? Yeah. Are we? Are we declaring a winner too? We can declare a winner. We can do that. I will go first. I'm gonna go Milwaukee out of the East. I think they're gonna beat the Celtics in a six-game series in the Eastern Conference Final. Oh, Thomas, dude. The Celtics. Me, the Celtics are rounded into form right now, dude. I would not want to play the Raptors are better. Game. I'd say the Heat are right there. I don't them. hate that. I don't hate it. I mean, what? Give we'll, me the... we'll be betting when the time comes because I don't see them going that far. And we're going to have a, a battle of seven games at the Staples Center in the Western Conference Final between the two L.A. teams, but the Clippers are going to come out on top. Clippers are going to best the Lakers. LeBron just doesn't have enough around him. Him and A.D., I don't think they're going to be able to do it because Kawhi is probably the only player that can neutralize LeBron in the league in a series like that. So I'm picking Clippers, Bucks, and I think that the Bucks are going to pull it off. I think we're going to have the first champion out of the East since the Cavs. Ah, uh, no, last year the Raptors won. I'm an idiot. But Okay, I'm not I I have some similarities, some differences. We're going to go all the way down to Eastern and Western Conference Finals matchups. I'll I'll take you I'll I'll copy that um Clippers Clippers over Lakers. I'm going to say in 6. I like the Clippers' so depth. predictable, David. I like the Clippers' uh, tenacity in the playoffs, and I like their death lineup being unstoppable this year in the little time they've played together. Um, so Lakers over Clippers, and I am going to take the Bucks beating the Raptors in seven games, and then I'm going to take the Clippers dismantling the Bucks in the NBA Finals in five games. Maybe six if they're lucky, but it's gonna be it's gonna be 
Giannis has been proven to be able to be shut down, and they're hopeless when he gets shut down. Because I hate it all, David. I just hate it all. I don't know what to say. Why? Giannis has been a three-point shooter. He's much better than this year. The only thing I agree with is Toronto. I'm a Heat fan. I'm not putting them there. I'm, I'm going to stay true. I'm going to say Toronto, Milwaukee, Milwaukee in six. I think that's a very good bet. Um, I don't know why everyone is assuming the Clippers and Lakers play. Right now, the Clippers are a half a game out of the four seed. If the Clippers got the four or five seed, they are not playing the Lakers in the finals. Physically impossible. Can't happen. And they are a half a game behind Utah. Utah is one of Utah's playing some great basketball, won four in a row. Clippers have won two in a row. Clippers have had so many injuries with Paul George. Um, who knows with Kawhi's health? I, I just I think everyone's talking about when the when the Clippers get healthier, when they're good to go. Uh, I've heard a lot of bad things out of the Clippers, the special treatment the star players have been getting. I don't think that's nothing. Um, I don't think the Clippers make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, uh, so, yeah, sorry, sorry, because the Clippers and Lakers I have playing in the second round pretty much. So I have the Lakers winning in the in the second round over the Clippers. I just I th- I and I I doubt them staying healthy. I doubt Kawhi and Paul George staying healthy together. That's a huge thing. I don't think is going to happen. Paul George has been hurt like three different times this year, and Kawhi. We know Kawhi. Uh, he says he's not hurt, but Kawhi can obviously is prone to getting hurt as well. So I'm having Lakers over the Nuggets in the finals. Uh, which isn't a sexy pick, but I think it is much more likely than people think. And then I think the Lakers will win that. And then I think uh, I think the Bucks will beat the Lakers in six. And it's probably different from what everyone else has, but I think I don't see the two LA teams winning and getting getting the one or two or three seeds because the Clippers are going to play how they play. They're not playing for a seed. They're playing. You know, to stay healthy. They're going to keep Paul George out. Kawhi has his days off. So, yeah, they got Reggie Jackson. Maybe they'll play him more minutes now and, and, and rest some of their guys. They have a great team on paper. They haven't gelled very well so far this year. I don't know. It's all potential with the Clippers right now. What could be and what I've seen, I'm not impressed with whatsoever. What we have, that's what I'm going. I mean, obviously there's there's risk with, with injuries and them playing together, but what we've seen with them, with their death lineup, they're it's they're miles better plus minus wise than any other lineup in the NBA. And that includes the Lakers' best lineup. What's their record with with Paul George and Kawhi playing? I don't think it's anything special. I'm talking about plus minus with their death lineup on on the court, which is like Beverly, Lou Williams. Okay. All right. Let's let's see if they can stay healthy, all of them, and let's see if they can play 48 minutes with all of them. Well, they're not going to play that. 48 minutes, but when exactly. You're, <laughs> yeah, they're they plus exactly. minus they, their plus minus was double the minutes they'd played together. They're they're sco- they're outscoring teams two points a minute for and, and, and <laughs> that's unheard and, and, of. And they're currently a half a game out of the four seed. Yeah, and I'm saying they've played like a total of like three games together total throughout the whole season, like minutes wise. They played like 120 teams. minutes together. Because of injuries, because of load management, because of injuries, load because management. of lineup. Yeah, so I, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it between the sample size and between them not being healthy. I don't, I don't see it. I think everyone's, everyone. If you don't like LeBron, you're gonna have some sort of bias to want to pick the Clippers over the Lakers. I think that's clear. And the Clippers may be better on paper. They've had a lot of good additions, Marcus Morris and everything. They've had, uh, they've had some good additions, but. Um, Anthony Davis and, and LeBron's combination, I think it's the best one-two combo in basketball. I really do. That's why I'm no surprised one... you have the Bucks beating them. I don't think the Bucks yeah, beat the Lakers. Lebr- I don't have LeBron. I don't have LeBron bias there, unlike other some other years with the Warriors. Um, but I, think I do Warriors... have LeBron bias, and I think they beat the Bucks. Yeah, I just I think the Bucks are the real deal this year. I think. I think I think Giannis has expanded his game much more efficiently in the three-point line. I've seen him been taking mid-range jumpers. I think he's been better at pretty much everything from from rebounding, passing. Um, I've seen a lot of growth from him. Middleton Middleton's 40-59 this year. One of, he's going to be one of ten guys in NBA history. Chris Middleton, forty percent from three, fifty percent from the field, ninety percent from the line. That's Chris Middleton. People kind of laugh at him, and I know he hasn't been great in the playoffs this far. 
I guess that's that's more of what I'm I'm betting on. I believe in Chris Middleton. Um, Dante DiVincenzo's he's actually perform he's he's getting minutes. He's playing well. You got uh, Wes Matthews has been better than I thought. Uh, both Lopez brothers protecting the rim, and then what's the other? And then George Hill's playing great. I, you know, I I think they have a lot of really good pieces, and a, a lot of it depends on Middleton being that second guy, and a lot of people doubt him, but he's having a historic season so far. I like Before Middleton he, a lot. What? I like I Middleton know. a lot. I, I know, just... but do you like him as enough as a second guy? That's the question. And this year, I do. I buy it. He's efficient. He's putting up 20 a game. He's playing 28 minutes, and he's putting up 20 a game. I do, but only when Giannis is a true first guy. I don't like it. I don't like Middleton as a second guy when Giannis is underperforming. If Giannis is underperforming, which he did in the playoffs last year, that's one hundred percent fair. And, yeah, and, and that's that. Those are my main two things. I'm I am all in on both those guys this year. I think I think Giannis has improved his game enough. He's taken more threes. He's going what is he thirty two, thirty three percent this year. He's somewhere. He's somewhere in the yeah. low. 30, he's respectable. He's, it's and not he's not great, taking a lot. That's what. That's the key. He's he's picking his spots. What's he taking? Like four or five a yes, game? Yes, yes, yes. He he can't be taking like seven times a game. But I think he's taking five a game, four or five a game. I I think he's taking a. Yeah, I think uh, it's I, I think it's four I, and change. Yeah, I think I think I think that's probably right. And that's and that's good because it's not like he's just going to start jacking them up at the end of the season. He's been he's been practice. He's been you know improving this all year. It's not like he's just going to start throwing them up. Um, which I think was more the case last year. So he's shooting. Oh, so he's taken five a game, four point nine this year. Last year he was taking two point eight, and now he's shooting thirty one point three percent this year, twenty five point six percent last year. So those are big improvements in both shooting more volume, twice a game almost, more, and then six percent higher. So and there's your difference in his points per game. The three points per game more he's scoring. Yep. So. I, I got the Clippers over the Lakers. I do. I, I just don't as much buy out of anything. I'm I'm more confident in them not playing in the finals because of the load management, because of the injuries. I see the Lakers and Clippers playing in the second round, contrary to what most people want. Yeah. Well, what most people think right now, as far as MVP, Giannis, heavy favorite. I think he's uh he he's minus like five hundred right now. Yeah, MVP's MVP. over. MVP's over. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna shame because you have Luca putting together a great season, bringing the Mavs back to a playoff team, really leading that team, showing that he is a true NBA superstar. I mean, he's only what twenty years old. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Luca's Luca's my second pick. Luca's yeah. my if I had to if I had to uh, if I was voting, you know, one, two, three, it'd be. Luca, or I mean Giannis, Luca, and then LeBron. Although there's a lot of people that can argue, you can make the argument AD has been more valuable to the Lakers this year. Yeah, but with you know how NBA, of course NBA I know how it is. You know, yeah, Le- but I mean AD has the fifth best odds. He's uh, fifty-one. Yeah. LeBron's reached that status where everyone's like at the point where oh, yeah. well, he's he's the most valuable no matter what. Like he could win it every year. It's like, yeah, okay. Which I mean, the past few years hasn't been true, but I mean, this year, he's putting together a season. Oh, he's fantastic season. Hell. Yeah. But it, as, much it, as, as much as you and I both both hate to admit it. Oh, but, of course. Uh, and I mean, especially in year 17, um, it's crazy what he's doing. But yeah. MVP's over. The, 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 the conversation's done. Giannis has won. Yeah. It's, it's Giannis, back to back. So good for him. But, you know, let's talk about some baseball, Dave. Something me and you probably feel very similarly about. Both of our teams kind of got uh, kind of got rocked by these cheating bastards in the playoffs in 2017. Uh, my team more so than yours. You at least put up a seven-game series. We got just annihilated in the ALDS by the Astros. Um, but now you see more and more people are very frustrated with how the MLB handled this, especially with no players really being sanctioned for this. Just uh, management and whatnot when it's clear players were complicit, players wore buzzers, players were very involved in this sign-stealing operation. Uh, it's clear that it had a major impact on their playoff run and season as a whole. I mean, you have John Carlos Stanton coming out and saying he would have hit 80 home runs if he knew what pitches were coming, which that season, I mean, you can't really argue with. Yeah, you, I mean, I feel like 80 is a little conservative. 
Like honestly, yeah, but I think, but I think that's also true for like twenty other players in baseball. Yeah, Judge probably would have too. Yeah, I mean, I, who says Mookie wouldn't either? Like Trout, same yeah. thing. If you're like, hey, uh, fastball coming right now, they're they're like they're hitting a home run one out of every five pitches. Well, here's the thing. Uh, once again, this was done at home, right? This wasn't done away, right? Well, recent reports are that they had they had ways on the road. But were they as effective and no? Used as that, that that data hasn't been released yet. But there there have been recent reports that they had ways on the road of doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think it would have been eighty. Honestly, I don't because what did he have? Thirty seven. I think uh, thirty eight that year. Up. What? There, think thirty eight, but maybe thirty seven, thirty eight, same thing. I, I think eighty's a little high. I just. I mean, we're talking, what's the highest ever? 72? Yeah. 72? Yeah, 72, he got walked every other at-bat. What? I said he hit 72, he getting walked four times a night. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's what I would think it would be with... Uh... Well, in this scenario, you're not getting walked. You're just getting told what the pitches are, so presumably you're still going to have your normal five, 600 at-bats in a year. Well, I, I I think he would be get he would be lying off most of the pitches that he he has trouble swinging at the off speed and curve pitch down and away. He struggles. That's what with I'm that. saying. Like he's he he always sits on fastball, so he sees the fastball. If you know, like, hey, fastball's coming. Like this isn't like no, I, I know. So I'm 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 saying I think he would get walked a lot more because he'd be lying off those pitches. He's not because three two or whatever. You know he's not getting fastballs. That's fair, but so many, so many of the pitches Stanton swings at are so such egregious balls that like if he doesn't swing, all of a sudden, uh, you know, a one-two count becomes a, a three-one count, and he's getting a fastball that needs to be in the strike zone. Sometimes, and sometimes he's going to get walked. True. It, it, it's. I mean, it's tough with the lineup. No, I you mean, know, it's a I, matter of who you, who you want to go after. Obviously, he's he's speaking in in hyperbole, but I don't. <laughs> you want to go after Stanton three one, or do you want to take your? Uh, do you want to take on who's after him? Aaron Judge, yeah, I'll go with Stanton. No, Judge is before <laughs> Stanton. Yeah, no, I know Judge hitting too. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's it's fair. Glaber. Uh, yeah. yeah, Glaber spent a lot of the year at four last year. Yeah, so it's, do you want to go Glaber zero oh oh, or you want Stanton three one? In my opinion, I'll take Glaber oh well. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the scenario. It, it, you don't know that Stanton knows what's coming. You're pitching Stanton like you're pitching him any other time. That's the difference. He, he's talking about it's like the Astros. Only they knew that they were cheating. And, I mean, obviously we found out other players knew. But the, the, the sense is he's saying if he knows what pitch is coming and no one else in the world knows what's coming. Oh, I know. I'm just... He would obviously be on a ridiculous home run rant, and like, like he would still be at a great clip, and like Bonds, he'd be getting more walks. Yeah, of course. Like with his huge year, he he still got walked a ton. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think would be an actually appropriate punishment for these players that were wearing buzzers and were involved? Do you think like eighty games? Yeah, eighty-one. Well, what do we think, or what what can they do? Because they granted them immunity, so they can't be suspended. I know, but it's like it, it's just like it 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 sucks. It's stupid. They shouldn't be granted. They should have never been granted immunity. I because, would say I would and, say I would say half a year. And yeah, if same if, as they, I think the I think the conversation starts at eighty one games. And I think this sets a precedent to reinstate Pete Rose. I think this is an example of something that shows how ridiculous it is that Pete Rose was ever banned from baseball for betting on himself, and he should be reinstated. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I get, I get the, I listen, I know why Pete Rose was banned, like, it was in place, like, the rules were very clear, betting on yeah, baseball he, is a lifetime knew, ban. Thing. He knew, that's he the didn't, thing. they didn't like, this isn't like where they, this is unprecedented, and he, they were like, yeah, that looks really bad, so we're gonna ban you forever, like, he knew betting on games, doing exactly what he's doing, was a lifetime ban that was set in stone, you know. Um, but I, I now it's just it's it's pat- first of all, baseball being in bed with every fucking sports book and gambling company in America, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. One, two, like now that now that you've set the standard at Pete Rose being 
band, and this is, it, it's unconscionable how much worse this is to compared to what Pete Rose did. Pete Rose actually did. Yeah. Because in reality, Pete Rose was not affecting the outcome of games if he's truly betting only on himself to win. There's no actual outcome of the game. He just broke a law that, or a baseball law that had a specific punishment set for it ahead of time. He knew the rules and broke them, and he knew that's what the punishment would be. But if we're talking about actual effect on the outcome of the game, Pete Rose didn't have any ne- negative. He didn't. He didn't have. He none of his effect had him profiting more money or less money. He was only, like you said, only betting on himself. There's no actual negative impact on the game. Whereas this is direct, and it's the most impactful cheating scandal in the history of baseball. I mean, I guess you could say the 1919 White Sox, but like, I'm not when my choice. It was a hundred years ago, and when my choices are throw the World Series or you and your family end up in the bottom of the East River with your throat slit. Uh, yeah, I'm going with throwing the World Series. I'm going with option one. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people don't even know what that's about, and I feel like just anything more modern, and aside from that, is just like people are just gonna. You go off of and 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 say it's the way. I mean, that was that was so far ago. It was just a different time, and it's just it's a different game. It really is. I mean, I know also that was like is, that was so far from the only thing happening. There's like there, there's so much evidence that other World Series around that were thrown to 1916, 1917, and 1918. Where all oh, there's oh, oh, oh. let's not discredit. Three of the Red Sox championships, Dave. I'm just telling you. There was talk. And it wasn't just in the World Series. It was like every day in those years. Like, oh, I have, a, you know, 100 oh, grand. Oh, Dave, just disparaging every win we got in the 19 teens. But then once Babe Ruth got it, once Babe Ruth got into, into pinstripes, obviously the game was completely cleaned up. There wasn't a bad thing happening. <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, I was watching the, the Joe, the, uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson thing a couple weeks ago on ESPN. They did the whole series on him and they were talking about that, how it was like, it was, it was one of a million times that they could have got people. It was just that happened. They happened to make an example out of them, but it was all, it was, it was like the years, two or three years before and a year or two after they were talking about where there's like actual evidence of of games being thrown throughout the playoffs the regular season like it was just there's no laws in 1920 there's no laws like if you didn't see someone commit a commit a crime it's like oh well we're never gonna figure that one out guess guess we missed it (laughs) it's just you couldn't investigate things like this back in the day if no one was ratting or in the same room or had actual evidence you couldn't there's no videos to take there's no audio recordings to have like you know the machinery you got to sit down in front of to get an audio recording back then? Is it possible? Yeah, that's true. So it's just, a, like you said, it's a different time, um, but I don't know. I, I think after knowing what we know now, I think it's laughable that the Astros GM didn't receive a lifetime ban. They banned the Cardinals guy a couple years ago for lying about international spending. The international spending of the team. What? And these guys don't get a uh, game. This guy get a. This guy gets a year. This guy lied about something like insignificant, and he gets banned for life. And yeah, but it's no, crazy. this guy. I mean, I think I don't. The, the GM. I don't. I think Hinch should have gotten at least two or three years. Uh, I think the GM. I don't. I think. It, I don't know how you. I don't could... know about Hinch. I don't know about Hinch. The more the more I hear about Hinch, I know he shouldn't be. It's one of two things, and he clearly didn't. I I think it's that he didn't have control. I don't think he knew. I think he like he said like I kind of do believe him. It sounds like it was more. Sounds like it was more other people than Hinch. But you're right. It's still pathetic that he didn't stop it and he should have been. But I would have given. If it's clear that Cora brought it more than one place, I'm saying at least. I don't know multiple years to life ban for Cora and Hinch. I'm fine with the year for Hinch, honestly, because if he wasn't ahead, I mean, I know he's in charge, but you could make the case for over a year for some of these players. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, it just, you could make the case for a lifetime just, ban. Yeah. You, you could. could. Uh, you could I make mean, a case. You could make a case for a lifetime ban for every single person involved in this heavily. That's like at least seven or eight people. You yeah. could make a case. The I bar think, has been set at. The bar's been set at fucking lying about international spending. You could ban a fucking yeah. hot dog guy who saw them do it in the stands for life based on that. I think. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say. I just. I just, I just blanked. But I get. I get what you're saying about Hinch. Like. Hinch is the the one penalty of all of them I could be talked into, into accepting. And, it, and he's like one of the only guys that had the worst penalty. He yeah. is the no, he had the worst penalty so far. Yeah, the, the but the GM if that him not being banned for life is one of the most egregious things I've ever heard in sports. Now yeah. knowing what we yeah. know now, it's unbelievable. I can't wait. I can't wait until players start getting suspended for throwing at Astros. And the entire league is anarchy, and it should be because yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Players are going to get suspended, and they're absolutely going to go nuts. And it's going to be everyone. It's going to be like this. Bellinger, Trout, everyone. Only it's going to be ten times worse. It is going to be – I'm not saying it should happen. Manfred will be getting death threats, and I'm not – I don't wish that upon him. But he will be getting all the worst things coming to him for players throwing at players against the Astros – and people will lose their mind over it, and I hope it ends in him losing his job because it's clear he shouldn't hold his job, in my opinion. And I think this sets the stage for the next commissioner to come in and first name a business. Pete Rose, welcome. How we doing? Yeah. My name is so and so. You're back in, right on the on the right on the right foot. Everyone's like, I fucking love this guy. Let's go. This is the new baseball. There'll be a new energy, new. Whatever, just a new aura, new sizzle with baseball, and it'll be like, okay, this is how things are gonna go now. I think that would just be absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's really gonna happen. I I I agree with you. I don't think it's all off the top of the dome piece right now. No, it's it's fantastic, but there's I don't think people are yet to realize how much of a shit storm it's gonna turn into when they start to get thrown at. Because it's going to happen, and there is going to be fines, and there is going to be suspensions. And, exactly. I and if I'm yeah, if it, I'm the teams, I, I might just say, you know what? Let's all get together. Fuck you. We're playing. Oh, he's suspended? Fuck off. He's playing. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Fuck off. He's playing. You're going to forfeit? Yeah, what are you going to suspend? You're going to make us forfeit? Fuck I you. you keep going, your keep your you fucking merchandise like, sales and your licensing. I thought you were gonna go with teams sitting out games, like literally sitting out games, but like like legit like multiple teams doing it. Like, okay, four teams sit out like indefinitely. Like like balls in your court, man, Fred, what are you gonna do? They could. You're but, gonna fucking re- you're gonna fucking resign. That's what you're gonna do. You're fucking done. You ruined the game. Yeah. They could but that will alienate fans because then fans waste money. If you see a game that everyone plays, oh, this guy's suspended. Hey, fuck you. He's starting today. Right field. Guess what? Or he's, oh, he's suspended five starts. Guess who's pitching tomorrow? This guy. Uh, and the fans get, okay, you take the win away from us. We forfeited the game. At least the fans now, still who, get to see the game. Who would who would force them out? Would it be the umpires that would that would be like, that would try and be like, you can't play today? Who would be the enforcer? What are they going to do? I mean, I I don't know, but I'm saying like I'm saying it's a very idealistic like yeah like bravado like yeah like we're doing it anyway. But in in this case, it's obviously not Rob Manfred. Who the fuck would be the you know the the police in this case? Would it be the umpires? They would attempt to be. It wouldn't work. What are you gonna do? Then the fuck it won't start. Nah, fuck it. We'll call our own balls and strikes. Let's be fair here. Fuck it. We're playing. I said we're playing. We're calling our own balls and strikes. Schoolyard rules. Let's fucking give the fans a show. Go go fucking back to the locker room, umpires. <laughs> You're fucking useless anyways. Get the computer out there. That's it. The computer. The umpires will lose their jobs anyways. The computer will call balls and strikes. It'll be perfect. We don't need them anyways. The umpires will walk out on their own job. I don't... While, while you have a case with this, I don't know if more technology... After this yeah. is gonna help that case. <laughs> I mean, let's say we just. Are you clearly there's two schools of thought. I have one a little differing than yours. You have the perfectionist model. I get it, but 
after this whole technology thing and it looks good on paper that it'd work, I don't know if we're going full technology after this. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's certainly fair. Technology certainly took a hit this this past six months. But, I mean, if we got him any... Like, in all honesty, we could just do, like, bang, bang plays at first. It'll be like the possession arrow in college, base, in college basketball. Like, okay, this one was close. He's safe this time. Next time, he's out, though. And we'll just play schoolyard rules at, on the base paths and... Uh, and we'll, we'll call balls and strikes with the computers until the umpires decide they want to try and be useful again and come back and play. I but mean, it, I just don't even know what the what the umpires would do. Like, like what would what would they be doing? Like, what would four umpires, like, I'm saying worst case, like, the umpires are like, no, this can't happen, whatever. And, like, the players are like, all right, like, we don't do that. We don't play. Then a game just doesn't happen. And, like, if that just keeps happening, like, and it's like the players aren't the ones stopping. It's the umpires slash, like, well, the reason yeah. that'll work is, I mean, it, it'll it piss people off in, for a minute because people will waste money going to the park and whatever, or the, the Yankees or whoever will have to refund their, their game or whatever, um, ticket prices, but that's the, the way you get Manfred, that's a way to get Manfred out because if the owners don't yes. want Manfred, Manfred's done instantly. So yeah. If the owner's like, oh, yeah, we lost uh, we lost $1.8 million today because we didn't play the game and we didn't let anybody in the ballpark. Um, so, yeah, that guy that's responsible for us losing $1.8 million today, uh, get him the fuck out of there. I don't know who he is, but get yeah. him the fuck out. When do they vote on this? Do they vote on this annually? I don't know. I mean, there has to be some fail. Well, there has to be some like fail safe. Uh, they can do like a vote of no confidence, and then like he'll be forced out. It's like any other like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There has to be a. There can't be like every year, every six months, they get a chance to vote. Like, if this dude does some fucked up shit, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's extenuating circumstances. That I happen. want, I want, I want Manfred resigning. I don't even want him. Fo- I want him. I want him saying, "I can't take this insanity anymore. I'm done. I quit. You guys are crazy." I just want him to cry to himself to sleep and just and just end it on his own, like. And then everyone's like, "Good fucking riddance, piece of shit." Yeah. Like you almost you almost ruined fucking baseball. Like, thank God we have people of character and good people in the sport, like that speak up for themselves. I wonder if that happened. If the new commissioner would come in and do anything to the Astros, that'd be. I'd fucking hope so. And Carlos Correa. Fuck you, dude. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, Carlos Correa is a piece yeah, of Carlos shit. Carlos, Carlos, Carlos Correa started out good, like, taking responsibility the most out of everyone. It was a start. It was like, okay, he's the only one with a resemblance of any remorse, sincerity in his talk. He said, I can get behind this. Where's the rest of it with the other players now? And then he says, what does he say? And then he went on the offensive like, real quick. Then he, Yeah, he said, fuck you. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know the facts? No, 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 buddy. We it, it, we know it's what is it? It's February nineteenth, two thousand twenty. We know all the facts. There may even be worse shit. There's more stuff every day. We know as much facts as we need to know that know that you guys are fucking crocs of shit, fucking cheaters. Like it just gets worse every week. It's legitimately getting worse every week, where our opinions have been changing and and deviating with the severity of the. You know of the of the ramifications they used to cheat. At this point, I said at one point, "What are you going to do? Take away a thing? It's not going to change much." At this point, you're hundred percent. The only thing you can do, as Rob Manfred, with if he did indeed grant them immunity, is to get rid of is to take away the hardware. Every person, get rid of the rings. You're handing in your rings. You're handing in the plaque. You're taking all the manners down. If he does that, that will appease everyone en- enough. I think that's the goal right now. I think everyone's talking, everyone's saying, because we want at least that. If you gave me immunity, you're an idiot, you fucked up, but at least try to make it right as within um, within the constraints that you've held yourself to. That's what you can do, and that's that will be a mid- middle ground for them. That will we'll vacate it. It hasn't been the first one to be vacated the one in 94, is, there wasn't a World Series in 94. There was no champion. It'll be vacated. The Dodgers won't won it. The Yankees won't won't have won it. You know, both teams could could have, but we're just going to have no winner. Um, we're going to strip you, and, and if you don't hand your rings in, okay. Okay, for, for every day you don't 
hand or ring in, you're getting suspended a game. Because this is something completely different. I'll suspend you for that. This is a completely different thing. I grant you immunity from that, but this is a new sanction and saying you need to hand in all your all all your rings. It's easy. And if you don't hand it in for every day, that's a game suspended. You don't hand it in at all, you're indefinitely suspended from baseball. Boom. Yeah. Good riddance. And that's Because that's different. That's different. That's a different sanction. That's not saying too much. Hand in your ring. You sold it off. If you sold your ring... One, you're a fucking pussy. That shouldn't surprise anyone at, at this point with the Astros. That's Two, fine, give but... all the money you... No, I'm fine. All if the you, money they... It, you... Okay, yeah. Give all the money, but I need a I need a proof of sale of the ring. I need I need a proof of sale, and I need to see the, the check that was deposited into your account or the wire transfer. Yeah, you can't say, oh, here's $5,000. Yeah, I need to see proof of sale. And you don't sell a championship ring without a receipt. Because it's it's sold at an auction house legitimately. And I don't think any of these players sold it, for no. the record. No. 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 Because also what I've noticed in the last few weeks is, you know, especially running our, our Instagram page and posting about this a lot, is Astros fans still think that they want, like, they still see, they don't see their title being delegitimized at all. Because they still have it legitimate, like, because technically they still have it, they think everything, like, they're just kind of taking the, like, us against the world, fuck you approach, we still want it, like, still champs though, blah blah blah, cheated, but still champs though, like, Houston fans don't deserve that right, you don't deserve that right at all, so I, just as much no, as a they fan, so the Astros fans are so, like, like, I talked to Wes, like, he's like the Sox to just as bad, like, like, I'm they're like, they're fucking you, delusional, you, Astros I'm like, fans, yeah, I'm like, I do you not know what's going on, maybe, maybe, it's possible, sure, but that's not the facts we know it right now, I mean, you're, you're talking about buzzers. I'm like, you didn't hear about the buzzers then? He goes, he said, oh, I uh, I haven't really been paying attention since the alleg- since the ruling. Said, okay, that's typical. And then I didn't even get into it with him because I said, it's not worth it. And then he said, and then he, I said, you must not know about buzzers. He goes, oh, I know about the buzzers. Well, it's one or the other. Like, either you're not paying attention or, or you're, you're just being negligent. Like, and, I don't understand. And first of all, I mean, the argument he made, like, well, the Red Sox did it just as bad, is like, uh, okay, one, no, they didn't. But two, let's say they did. Guess what happens to their title, too? It gets vacated. Yeah. <laughs> that's just what happens now. If that's what you did, that's what you did. Like, if they, if just because someone else committed over. murder, like, and they sent him to jail for life, well, the next guy's only going to get 20 years because we already gave the first guy life. And it wouldn't be fair if the Red Sox players got fucked over. Worse, but it it would be the possibility of a worse punishment more than the Astros. Not that that would be just either, but they would have the potential to have a worse punishment, being that they didn't come down with their ruling yet for yeah. the Red Sox. Well, if they I mean, were to do the same thing, if a player Here's, gets suspended for one inning, it's worse than the Astros. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. I, I was listening to Michael K. Show two weeks ago, and Dan O. What is his name? O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. Ah, what do you think of that guy? Uh, joke dude yeah he's, he's a joke he's not he's, a, he's not very well liked in boston he, he seems like a clown from what like i i know he, he looks, looks like a uh, fucking looper he, he he's been like at the a, globe for like 60 years right yeah and the globe's yeah, a joke he, he anyway. looks like a oh, giant God, leprechaun let me know how that's and, not a conflict of interest oh yeah 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 and, and he was like oh everyone in boston just thinks it's gonna be a slap on the wrist he goes that's what i think too i'm like um uh like definitely not <laughs> Like I'm like well, at least Recora. Well, no, but they, they were saying like like nothing compared to what the Astros got. Like like saying the level of bar like what the Astros got was a lot. They're saying like nothing's gonna happen pretty much. That's what they thought. And I was like I, I don't know like like apparently they found something and they had to re-interview people. I heard on the Michael K show this week they had to re-interview people last week or so. That's why the verdict was supposed to happen Monday on the Red Sox. So that's not a good thing if they're re-interviewing people. Clearly, there's some sort of new evidence. Yeah. Not saying they're going to get suspended. Players are going to get suspended. Not saying they should be. You know, because based on the, the precedent, the stupid precedent with the Astros, they shouldn't be. But, um, you know, it sounds like it could be pretty bad for them. In regard yeah. To crazy. Whether it's, I, you know, the, the thing is, we don't know what they did. It's definitely something we don't know. It doesn't help but, that the, the Astros aren't likable either. Like, every right. single one of the Astros is just, they have, I, I hate them all. 
Like, I don't, they're just, they're just not likable people. Correa, Springer, uh, Altuve, Bregman, that snide fucking cocksucker. Every one of them you fucking hate. I mean, I, I, I hate Boston, but I don't hate Mookie Betts, like, as a per. I get why people like Mookie Betts. He's a likable guy, you know? Even uh, J- J- Jackie Bradley Jr., same thing. Uh, ben Benintendi, I'm not the biggest fan of, but, um... Bogarts, Devers, like those guys, like I get why people like them. I don't, I, I can't even fucking yes, yes. fathom. The Red Sox and Yankees both have two very likable teams. Yeah, yeah, I can't fathom why anyone would like anyone on the Astros. They're all snide fucks. And yeah, they're 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 like Verlander, Bregman. Like I kind of, I used to like like I liked Bregman, uh, but I'm a Met fan. But like, I, like yeah, it's uh, these little fucks, these Altuve's, the. Uh, yeah, Verlander and I'll yeah. Well, no better time than now to plug the Bleacher Fan Store, which has a Houston Trastros uh, shirt for sale. You can go get that along with a bunch of other stuff there. You can also follow us on all the social medias. You can check out that we have a fantastic Instagram page with a great following. Join that following. Become part of the Bleacher Fan faithful at Bleacher Fan. Check out that store. Like I said, tons of great shirts, tons of great Bleacher Fan merch. Uh, maybe we'll have some Red Sox sanctions to talk about next week. And yeah, no, that's going to be the episode, guys. We'll see you then.